I want to talk about something that many of you have not heard before. I tend to redefine words, definitions, denotations, and connotations of words that have been a historical derogatory linguistics, if you will. I want to talk about promiscuity. I want to really talk about it from an honest perspective. I am ethically promiscuous. I am into ethical promiscuity. I have a healthy relationship with sex. I have a healthy relationship with my body. I have a healthy relationship with my soul. I have a healthy relationship with my heart. I have a healthy relationship with my mind. I have a healthy relationship with my sight. I have a healthy relationship with my smell. I have a healthy relationship with my touch. I have a healthy, have a healthy relationship with my taste. I have a healthy relationship with my hearing. I have a healthy relationship with my memories. I have a healthy relationship with my body language slash non-verbals. I have a healthy relationship with my verbal usage of language. I have a healthy relationship with my thoughts. And I have a healthy relationship with my feelings. And I have healthy actions, therefore I have a healthy relationship with my actions. And the reason why I say that, because when people hear the word promiscuous, they think that you have an unhealthy relationship with all of the above. And when it comes to my life, I have a healthy relationship with all of the above. This is what I want to say. Here are all the reasons that make my promiscuity ethical. I do not conflate being desired physically with being loved emotionally. And I do not use sex as a substitute for love. I do not experience what is called sexual addiction. I do not experience what is called masturbation addiction. I do not experience what is called pornography addiction. Those addictions have been debunked by experts. I do not experience any compulsive, compulsory sexual behaviors. 
I'm not sexually impulsive. I am well sexually self-controlled. I am well sexually self-disciplined. And I am well sexually self managed okay I am embracing of my gender and sexual identities in the name of wholeness and I wholesomely explore different bodies as well as different souls. The soul is always more important to me than the body. To make it plural, the souls are always more important to me than the bodies. I explore the souls first, then I explore the, the body second. And everything, I, all things I do, including my sex life, as I keep saying, I have a, I, I, I'm the type of person that engages in the type of sex that is enthusiastically safe, enthusiastically sane, enthusiastically consensual, enthusiastically risk-aware, consensual kinks, and I engage in a type of sex as enthusiastically personal responsibility informed consensual kink. So when it comes to the sex I have, the sex I have is enthusiastically risk-aware, enthusiastically consensual, there is enthusiastic personal responsibility, and it's enthusiastically informed. And that's what I wanted to share with you all. I wanted to make it quiet. I got quiet at first, y'all, to really sink in. And so... The questions, as a part of ethical promiscuity, here's what the questions entail. We always make sure that these questions is this kink safe? Does this activity sound turn into kink consensual? It's actually uh, the honoring of this other rule we go by when it comes to sex. 
enthusiastic consent, enthusiastic equality, enthusiastic respect, enthusiastic trust, and again, enthusiastic physical safety. But the sex that I have, the full-blown sex that I have, is we apply emotional safety, uh, psychological safety, internal safety and intellectual safety should say And the sex that I have is enthusiastically risk-aware. And the sex that I have is compassionately trauma-informed. And so... When it comes to sex, we are our own enthusiastic, kink-aware professionals, also known as CAT, K-A-T. So when it comes to the sex, I have reclaimed my sexuality by teaching myself how to be a neighborly lover to myself so I can be a neighborly lover to the partners that I am meant to have as my partner. And so, I must say this, no mental health diagnosis ever diagnosed me with any sex-related addictions or cultural sexual behaviors, so I'm good to go on that. This is how I feel. I don't use sex with others to fight any kind of discomfort, any kind of pain, and any kind of lack of ease. I'm not feeling lacking in affection or love from any of my partnerships. I'm not feeling an affection I'm not feeling lacking affection love from any of my partnerships. I'm not feeling lacking affection or love from any of the right people in my life. And the people that I do feel lacking affection or love from 
My sex life has nothing to do with that feeling. I heal and liberate myself from sexual trauma every day. So I do not have sex with different people to reclaim my sexuality. I have sex with different people because of the fact that by nature, I am ethically promiscuous. By nature, I am solo polyamorous. By nature, I'm a swinger. By nature, I'm into open relationships. By nature, I'm a voyeurist. By nature, I'm an exhibitionist. By nature, I am a healthy hypersexual. That means I like to have sex a lot, but there is no sexual recklessness and there is no sexual tabloid talk show behavior going on whatsoever. By nature, I'm queer. By nature, I'm pangender. By nature, I'm genderqueer. By nature, I'm pansexual. By nature, I'm panromantic. By nature, I'm demisexual. By nature, I'm semi-romantic. By nature, I'm a sapiophile. By nature, I'm a sapiosexual. By nature, I'm a scoliosexual. By nature, I'm a spectrosexual. By nature, I'm omnisexual. By nature, I'm an ambivert. By nature, I identify as black while acknowledging that I'm mixed. By nature, I am a black indigenous person of color. By nature, I have a porn star's heart. By nature, I'm single by my choice forever. By nature, I am pet free by my choice forever. By nature, I'm totally living alone by my choice forever. By nature, I'm a soft arm. By nature, I'm a hard dom. By nature, I'm a daddy dom. By nature, I'm a sensual masochist. By nature, I'm a sensual sadist.
And so those are the things that I am. So I don't have any jealousy issues because I'm not the jealous type. I don't have any control freak issues because I'm not controlling and I'm not the, I'm not a control freak. I don't have any attachment issues. I don't I don't subject I don't subjugate myself to daddy issues. I don't subjugate myself to mommy issues. I don't subjugate myself to broken family issues. I don't subjugate myself to dysfunctional household issues. I don't have sex for any of those traumatic reasons. And my promiscuity has nothing to do with getting out of a monogamous relationship and wanting to capitalize on the period of being single. Um, I do enjoy, I wholesomely enjoy wholesome sex. I wholesomely feel wholesomely powerful and wholesomely free in my body. And I wholesomely enjoy sharing my wholesome body with other wholesome people. I wholesomely explore different bodies. Number two, because number one, I wholesomely explore different souls. I wholesomely explore my body and my soul my body and my soul are both wholesome to me. That's why the bodies and souls of my partners are wholesome to me too. I never have sex out of trauma. I never have sex out of pain. I never have sex out of discomfort. I never have sex out of a lack of ease. I never have sex out of compound trauma either. I have no diagnoses that says that sexual issues are holding me down because they do not. I do not let that happen. Because of my nature, as much as I highly regard monogamy. I highly regard ethical non I, I highly regard ethical monogamy. I really do. I don't think it's a bad thing to have one sexual partner. And I think for people who are monogamous, having one sexual partner, it's beautiful that it's satisfying instead of dissatisfying, that there's no boredom that there is no restlessness because that is beautiful. I know that having only one sexual partner for me, even though I'm am, I'm by nature I'm ambiamorous, meaning that I can be
sky rocketing satisfied in a monogamous state and a polyamorous state. So yes, by nature I'm ambiamorous. However, because of my global icon public figure existence and more importantly life, having only one sexual partner would not be something I would be able to do because the more I do ethical business, what I call social entrepreneurship, using business to resolve or to the best of my ability to resolve the ills of the world. In the future, I'll be traveling a lot. In the future, I'll be constantly going different places to be a servant leader, to be an itinerant servant leader, to be an itinerant humanitarian, to be an itinerant mogul, to be an itinerant social entrepreneur, those would be the reasons why I would feel physically dissatisfied having only one sexual partner because the world of work, whether it's entrepreneurial or you actually work under somebody, requires that you spend more time away from your family and friends more than actually spend time with them. Now, some people go by as an entrepreneur, you get to, get to be self-employed, you get to how many hours of operations. I'm like, yes, that is true. However, a global icon, that means that I have to accept enough invitations to move from place to place. Of course, I'll have a set home primarily in my situation. However, I spend a lot of time with other people. So that would be why um, only one sexual partner would be unrealistic and something I wouldn't be able to do because they would have to travel with me all the time. And, you know, they would have to You know, constantly, I may have to take them to work with me, and we will constantly be living in hotels, motels. Uh, we would constantly rely on what is called lodging. Now, lodging refers to the use of a short-term dwelling, usually by renting the living space or sometimes through some other arrangement. So, for example, people like me in the future who would travel and stay away from home for more than a day needing lodging for sleep, rest, food, safety, shelter from cold temperatures or rain, storage of luggage and access to common household functions. Lodging is a form of the, sh of a, of the sharing economy. I would be living a constant life of lodging where I would be lodging in hotels, motels, hostels, inns, or Postals, 
private homes, guest houses, vacation rentals, uh, certain homestays, or in the home of in the homes of it could be a, it could be a colleague I'm cool with, it could be friends where I am where I'm cool with, it could be people who become like my family over there that I'm cool with. It could be in tents, it could be in caravans, it could be in camper vans, it could be in um, campsites, it could be on a camping pitch, P-I-T-C-H. It could be in camper vans. I mean, Like I said, it could be in home. It could be in homestays. It could be bed and breakfast, which is a small lodging establishment that offers overnight accommodation and breakfast. I would be staying in guest rooms of people's homes. I am not kidding around when I say that. I could be staying in secondary suites, also known as accessory dwelling units, ADUs, in-law apartments, and granny flats, self-contained apartments, cottages, or small residential units that are located on a property that has a separate main single-family home, duplex, or other residential units. It could be... I could be staying in basement apartments garage apartments, laneway houses, and so now you understand when you're also global icon public figure that I don't have a savior complex which is very healthy so when you're a, a, a global humanitarian of course there's going to be entities and groups of people and individuals who are, have to do humanitarian projects that cause me to be all over the world. So because of all those unique and special reasons, I would feel physically dissatisfied having only one sexual partner besides on the road. Even though I am naturally perfect at monogamy and I would naturally just enjoy monogamy when you are a person who has a positive impact on people because of the positive impartation of wisdom you give people and because I self-care with my body so I look pleasant there would be ethical groups when I say groupie, I'm not being derogatory when I say that. I'm talking about people on the road who, yes, 
they enjoy you for who they enjoy me for who I am as a noble character that I am, and at the same time, I'm sexually satisfying to them. So it would be easy to wholesomely partake with those wholesome persons. So I would be able to wholesomely meet my wholesome necessities and my wholesome yearnings with them. I don't question my gender and sexual identity because I already embrace and know what my gender and sexual identities are. And my gender and sexual identities have nothing to do with any type of traumatic program. I'm talking about my nature 100%. And my gender and sexual identity is owned by me and nobody else. All things me are owned by me and nobody else. All things by me are 100% owned by me and nobody else. So I embrace my gender and sexual identity wholesomely. Because all things me are wholesome. I want to say that my gender and sexual identity are both wholesome. I want to say this. My being promiscuous is perfectly healthy. It, it contains ethical joy and ethical pleasure. So I'm an ethical hedonist. I act promiscuously because I act promiscuously wholesomely because I wholesomely love ethical sex and my sex is wholesome so I am of the wholesome empowerment of wholesome promiscuity I have a wholesome proclivity to wholesomely have wholesome multiple partners and my promiscuity is perfectly healthy emotionally and all around. I do not use sex with multiple people to feel loved. I do not use sex to get back at a partner or a loved one. I do not use sex as a result of a mental illness diagnosis. I do not use sex to put myself nor anyone else in harm's way. Provided that I am acting promiscuously, wholesomely, 
as a wholesome way of wholesomely celebrating my wholesome body and my wholesome freedom and all wholesome parties involved, which are all my parties, are wholesomely aware and wholesomely consensual. In the name of one hundred percent enthusiastic for all, for all the above, which is the truth, there is nothing to be ashamed of about my promiscuous behavior. I do not use sex to lead oppressive relationships. I do not use sex to heal from significant injuries. I do not use sex to recover from chronic illnesses. I do not... I do not use sex to change my body shape or size. I do not use sex to make it all about the act of transitioning genders for myself. I do not use sex to deal with the sexual trauma of my childhood. I do not use sexual promiscuity as a coping mechanism. I do not use sex that puts me in others in dangerous situations. I do not use sex because I feel stuck. I do not use sex as my way of needing help. My promiscuity is making me feel better. Wholesome it has nothing to do with using sex to deal with any hard aspects of life. No, 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 no. I feel emotionally high before, during, and after sex because of my healthy self esteem and sex is the icing on the cake. And my sexual situations do not feel out of control. And no, I do not experience any shame about my actions because Endearment, compassion, and empathy are ways that I live my life and all areas of my life, including sex, having. Yes, I do engage in safer sex. We use birth control methods to keep ourselves sexually healthy.
My promiscuity is conducted in adult manner so that all the parties are satisfied and made as safe as possible. Being tested repeatedly is a beautiful thing. Being tested in general is a beautiful thing. Um, I am forthright with my partners, but any other partners and and um, I request the same with them, and that request is granted. Um, but what's beautiful about my promiscuity is I always space it out. I never have too much sex, and I never not have enough sex. It's always just right sex. I never try to have sex with as many sexual partners as I can because I do not look at sex as a conquest. I do not look at sex as a contest. I do not view nor treat sex as a death wish. And when it comes to sex, and everything I'm saying applies to all areas of my life, but since we're talking about sex, I'm never self-destructive. I'm never hard-hearted. I'm never irresponsible. I'm never unaccountable. I'm never callous. I've never lived life in the fast lane. I've never lived fast, die young. I'm never living too fast. I'm never living foul. Again, I'm never living life in the fast lane. And because of the all these ways that I live my life, I always have more sexual partners than I assumed previously. In other words, more options come my way because I'm not desperate when it comes to sex and just in general. I'm not a male pig, I'm not a pig in general. And I must say this. I I exercise my right to draw boundaries around how myself and others talk about my body and what I do with it. And those boundaries are wholesome because I'm wholesomely free with my wholesome sexuality. And I am not obligated to listen to those detractors, naysayers, and haters.
I do not feel uncomfortable around my promiscuity only because I know that no one can make me feel ashamed of my actions and I know that I don't have to accept their behavior. So I hate slut shaming, kink shaming, prude shaming, sex shaming, and rape culture. I hate all those things. And I must say, I am in the act of engaging. I am wholesomely in the act of wholesomely engaging wholesome sexual relationships with numerous people. And I am wisely discerning about who I have sexual relations with and don't. My ho- I, I am of wholesome promiscuity. I am behaving wholesomely promiscuously. I am behaving, but I am behaving wholesomely promiscuously, and I am wholesomely promiscuous. So, I wholesomely rotate regularly in the name of wholeness and wholesomeness through wholesome. Numerous sexual partners. And I wholesomely sleep with wholesome people of various walks of life. In fact, I wholesomely sleep with all adult walks of life. I wholesomely sleep with adults of all sexual orientations, gender identities, sex characters sex characteristics. I wholesomely have wholesome one-night stands, wholesome friends with benefits, wholesome social sex, wholesome booty calls, wholesome sex buddies, wholesome fuck buddies, um, Wholesome multiple sexual partners, I say again. And when it comes to my on-camera adult film career in the future, I'll be engaging in wholesome promiscuity. In the name of wholesome adult cinematography, and wholesome adult filmography. I I have wholesome casual dating, wholesome casual relationships, wholesome casual sex. I'm never oversexed. I'm never undersexed. I'm always just right sex. My swinging open relationship to ethical monotony. 
Nam and Azusopi, polyamory are all wholesome and of wholeness. I engage in wholesome, no strings attached sexual relationships. I engage in wholesome recreational sex. I engage in wholesome hookup culture. I engage in wholesome hooking ups. I engage in wholesome hookups. I engage in wholesome solo sex. I engage in wholesome free love. I engage in wholesome sexual liberation. I engage in wholesome sexual revolution. I engage in wholesome premarital sex. I engage in wholesome fornication. I engage in wholesome two people sex. I engage in wholesome group sex. I engage in wholesome menage applause. Uh, I engage in wholesome sex parties. I engage in wholesome swinger gatherings. I engage in wholesome sex clubs. And I engage in wholesome foursomes and four ways. I engage in wholesome menage a quattro, living household of four, engaging wholesome menage a trois, household of three, I engage wholesome three ways, three sums and four sums, um, I engage wholesome gangbangs, so I engage in wholesome orgies. So that's who I am. And in my infrequent rare moments, I'll have wholesome sex with wholesome sex workers. As you already know, I'm financially wise, so I make more than I spend. I save more than I spend. So most of my wholesome sex will be free, whether it's with my partners in general and sex workers I'm already cool with. Most sex them will be free, and if they do charge at times, the discounts won't injure me at all, and everything I do is within law and reason. including sex. So I am an ethical manizer. I'm an ethical womanizer. Uh, I'm an ethical non-binaryizer. 
I'm an ethical transizer. Uh, I'm an ethical gender misizer. I'm an ethical LGBTQI plus sizer. I'm an ethical gender queerizer. I don't have any sexual frustration. There is no sexual exploitation. There is no sexual violence either. Everyone's bodily integrity and bodily autonomy are 24-7 wise ways to live life. I'm ethically promiscuous in my publicized personal life, publicized life, and on the camera, I found security, which is ethical, will be a public recording for all to view and to listen to and to emulate. For me, I have multiple sexual partners in healthy ways, and I have casual sex in emotionally healthy ways too, because we value emotional safety when it comes to sex, so the physical safety that we have with sex will be gorgeously explosive. I'm an ethical slut, I'm an, eth I'm an ethical hoe, I'm an ethical tramp. I'm an ethical butterfly, some people use butterfly to be sexually demeaning, so that's my ethical butterfly who loves to fly out of my cocoon and spread my wings. Glad I really did start doing these um, episodes. I have a healthy relationship with myself. So, my partners have a healthy relationship when it comes to all aspects of their lives, all aspects of their inner lives, all aspects of their outer lives, because I am the same way when it comes to myself, too. Thank you.
there's no reason for me to stop. There's no reason for me to stop acting promiscuously because I'm wholesomely comfortable and wholesomely euphoric about my wholesome motives when it comes to my wholesome sex life. And so, with that being said, I just want to thank you all for listening. Sometimes I was quiet throughout this episode to evaluate my research, because I was reading an article while an episode with you, as you can tell. So I was also quiet so you guys can understand what my promiscuity is all about. I promise, and I like to, I'm going to end with this. My promiscuity is filled with compassionate love, compassionate joy, compassionate peace, compassionate kindness, compassionate generosity, compassionate charity, um, Compassionate goodness, compassionate gentleness, compassionate roughness. Hey, we love our ethical BDSM. Um, Compassionate faithfulness to being compassionate to ourselves and each other. Compassionate self-control. It's filled with unconditional love, sacrificial love, and compassionate love. And neighborly love from one human to the other humans. So we apply all these things when it comes to ourselves and when it comes to each other. And that's why I can honestly say I'm the hell up out of here.